0: Hey
1: guys. What's up? I'm Helena.
0: I'm Kashel or K for short.
1: And this is our new podcast, One For Them.
0: Yes, One For Them is finally here.
1: We've been speaking about it for a while and we're finally putting this into action.
0: Yeah, it's kind of crazy because we've had this idea for so long and it's like finally getting out there. I just feel excited
1: you know things got in the way for a while but we're here we're back we're stronger and we're ready to go most definitely we
0: definitely took some else
1: on the way but but we're here now so so we thought we'd do a little introduction to us how we know each other first just to let you give a bit of background and then we'll go from there
0: yeah so a little bit about me um i'm 23 years old so that makes me some kind of a Generation X. Actually, I don't even remember which generation I am. Generation X, Y, Z, I don't know, but I'm not part of that older generation. Definitely someone who is full of energy and what am I doing with my life right now? This is a question that a lot of people ask and like with our generation, I just feel like, it's the big question, like what are you doing in life? So I'm a student, I used to be working, I used working in tech, Um, but now I'm a student studying at Goldsmiths and I did a lot of athletics growing up um, at university. I studied French and politics and now I'm just here trying to get through life as we all are.
1: Living my best life.
0: (laughs) Definitely. Um, But yeah, that's just what I'm doing right now.
1: Right, so over to me, I guess. Mm -hmm. So, Helena, that's my name. Remember it, one day I'm gonna be famous. Um, Yeah, so I was working, but I've just quit my job, and it's great. Yes! Um, So yeah, as of what I'm doing right now, I'm honestly living my life. I don't know, I've been stuck in a nine to five way too long, let me say. It was really an eight to eight, so yeah. Been stuck in that for six months, and now I'm ready to just take the world by storm. I don't know, I know I want a job in music, so we're going down that route, gonna give it all I got, and then try that for a few years and see where I end up. Um, Yeah, I don't know, grew up in Tottenham, now I live in East London, and... Yeah, went to uni, graduated just about and <laughs> listen, I came out the other side, didn't it? that's the only thing we need to talk about. Um, My mum was happy, so that's all good. But yeah, I don't know, there's not much to say right now. Hopefully in the future as we keep going on, I'll have more to update you on. But right now, all I know is that I'm happy. And that's the main thing.
0: Look, we out here. That's the thing. We We just out here doing what people do. And that's just like existing in this space that is this crazy world. Um, but yeah.
1: Right, so I think we should move on now to how we know each other.
0: That's true, how do you know me?
1: I mean, do I even know you?
0: Excuse me? <laughs> <laughs>
1: right, so all I, when I first met Cashel, she was taller than me.
0: Mm-hmm, like, you know, I, okay, I wasn't a giant, but, you know, as a young, you know, person in secondary school I was doing pretty decent in terms of height you know
1: yeah well she was at that time and I wasn't and looks like the tables have turned because now she's like up to my shoulder possibly and um yeah I don't know obviously the ones that sprout earlier obviously they just like start to decline after a while but yeah so me and Cachelle met because we both did athletics we met at Lee Valley um we actually met like I'm gonna say we met for the first time bare times because like Mm. we met and then we didn't see each other for months or years and then we met again. And then the final time we met, I think I was in year nine. We were both in year nine. And we were in George's hurdle group. Oh yeah, (laughs) George's hurdle group. Oh my gosh, this, okay, I
0: don't even know where this man was from, but just imagine like a large man, like- Father
1: Christmas. But
0: yes, I was about to say (laughs) white beard, you know. he's a white male, uh, large build. He was just Father
1: Christmas out here. Honestly, like, and I think from that point, that's when we formed what is one for them today, to be honest, that's where the friendship formed, that's where the it's family true. vibe formed, and that's how we now are pursuing this thing together. But yeah, so we met in that group, and it was just jokes, like from the beginning, everything was just banter. Like, I don't know how it all formed and how the jokes formed, but from mm-hmm. then I just knew that like, we were gonna be having these jokes for a very long time. Like, we
0: did some ridiculous things like, and even back then we were taking L's, like spinning around, hurting ourselves, just trying to get over them hurdles. And this is the thing, like right now we're dealing with like real life hurdles. Like That's what we tricked me trying to get over. But like back then it was like literal hurdles, tiny people trying to just climb over these things for fun.
1: If only we knew what was to come. It's true,
0: <laughs> I wish.
1: So, yeah, we met there and then, I mean, we both went off to uni, different unis. I went to Loughborough. Mm,
0: and I went to Bath, as I said. Um, yeah, I don't know why they call it a city, but you know, <laughs> we'll, we'll move on. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, and then obviously we've done so many things together. We've been on holidays. We've
0: been to lots of music festivals, both camping, both working, both, I don't know, just enjoying enjoying our time there lots of music gigs all over the country
1: several got more planned obviously which you'll Mm. definitely be hearing about but yeah so now we just here to stay like we're in each other's lives forever so that's what's going on right now (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so then we decided to pursue this podcast but i'm gonna let you say how we came across the title of one for them
0: Okay, so one for them. Like, first of all, let me just get this straight. It's one for them, not one fidem. One, I don't even know how else other way
1: you could.
0: Oh, Jesus. That, that, is, that is special. <laughs> I don't know other ways that you can butcher this title. One for them. Like, so the way that you can kind of think about it is like in Jamaican Patois, like Caribbean Patois, what they do is they tend to break up the words. So fit means four. Them means them i mean it's pretty obvious so one for them one for them and i guess the way that we kind of came up with this idea we were like sat in my dad's friend's bar shout out to pim shui it's, it's, it's a good place to be it's a spot um, like
1: let me just it's a spot
0: <laughs> yeah so we were just there chilling uh drinking sipping on some cocktails some really good really good cocktails and then we were listening to the music in the background and you know what it was? It's like, we were listening to music that was kind of like our music, you know, like black music, music with good vibes and good grooves and all of that. Um, and you know, the the barman, who's my dad's friend, he, he was always, always dropping like one tune for the white people. And look, it happened in life, like oftentimes, like there's always something that's given to them. Like there's always, something that has to be provided for them and you know what what we wanted to do is we wanted to kind of like twist it on its head and like be able to provide something for us like something that's you know for people like us people who have grown up in in the ends basically you know if you grow up in north london if you grow up in edmonton if you grow up in tottenham you know what it's like growing up so we wanted to make something that was for us and be able to kind of provide a platform where we can empower other people. Like we're really lucky to know so many amazing talented people and they all have been, you know, getting on with doing like great things in their lives. Like we've got friends who are DJs, we've got friends who um, are journalists, we've got friends doing like all kind of crazy stuff, but it's not always obvious like how you get from A to B in life. And that's why we are always struggling over these damn hurdles. <laughs> so hopefully one for them can be a platform where you can kind of like, hear about you know how you can get from A to B as well as listen to some jokes that we've got exclusively for us for them (laughs) but yeah like and I guess Helena you can kind of build on that from your side
1: I mean you covered a lot of it if I'm honest with you but um I guess the other thing is just like to know that like we kind of have come from ends like Mm. Cachelle's from Edmonton I'm from Tottenham that's where I grew up (laughs) and even though I don't live there now I still identify as a someone from tottenham but i guess like the main thing is just like discovering opportunities whether that be from job job searches in the creative fields in the more traditional fields that you may call it in like accounting and stuff but also just in terms of like how you can spend your money how you can save your money wisely how you can go on holidays how you can go to festivals how you can go to concerts and how to make it all work on like maybe you don't have a large budget but how you can make it work like we've been there we've been through uni we've been through times that we won't have as much money as maybe we'll have in the future speaking it into existence Mm -hmm. but like we got through it and we still lived our lives and we still like had really good opportunities and really good experiences and i think that's the main thing like we just want to share our experiences and get other people to share theirs and just to pass it on and pay it forward just so everyone knows that it's possible for you guys to do it too really
0: and also just just to add on to that, like one thing is we're gonna talk about our L's. And <laughs> we're gonna talk about our L's and we're gonna talk about our like W's to like our wins as well. But I think it's really important for us to talk about those L's as well, because it's good for you guys to know that you're not the only one who's going through those tough times as it were. like things happen to us all the time, 24 seven. And we're just like, why, why, why? But like when you hear that things are happening to other people and that they're able to actually get through that, hopefully you'll be inspired by our L's. <laughs> yeah, and just
1: also obviously hearing from people, I mean the L's are, the L's are coming in thick and fast. So we're gonna be telling you them thick and fast too. But um, also like, yeah, obviously the wins are also important too. Like I feel like in this day and age, there's so many negatives and stuff, but we also wanna just make sure we're spreading the word that we can't, if it's a small win to you, but it still makes an impact on you, then it's also something that should be shared and it's something you should be proud of. So I guess the L's are important, but the W's are important too. Like whatever L you get, you're gonna have a W in the end. Like you're gonna build yourself up and you're gonna. it's all gonna make you stronger, so. It's all about balance. For real. Um, so boy, this is an exciting time for us. We hope it's an exciting time for you. We hope you wanna listen to all of this. And mm-hmm. um, we hope you're excited for what's to come. Cause I am. <laughs> So that's a bit about the pod and what we got going on and what's gonna be happening. So we as part of the podcast, we got a few little segments that we're gonna be doing each week. So we've gone through exactly why we're doing this, how we know each other, what we're about, what who we are, and now we're gonna kinda run through a few segments. These will be happening weekly, but we're gonna start it off today strong. And do you wanna take it away first or should I start? I I feel like you've been like harboring this
0: tweet for a while. I don't even know if I've seen it on the TL, so let's just start off with tweet
1: of the week. Right now, my tweet of the week. Let me just say, yeah, <laughs> I almost posted this everywhere, but I didn't want you to see it because then you would have already seen it. But this is so relevant and you know what? It's been relevant to me for six months in it before I quit my job. Um, so this is, this is the tweet. <laughs> when a coworker gets an attitude but has no idea you were a thug before you got a career.
0: Them. you know you know those bombs that you hear and like what's it? charlie slough's old like i can't even remember what that was, thing was called we need to drop them bombs because that
1: <laughs> i heard that i felt that in my heart listen i need to pick this apart yeah because i'm gonna have to tell you how this is personally relevant to me and then we can move forward but break it down for the people there's a couple layers to this tweet yeah but i'm gonna just read it like i'm just gonna read it again when a co-worker gets an attitude but has no idea you were a thug before you got a career So listen, we all know as black people, as people of color, we have to be, we have to have a sense of duality. Like we have to learn how to carry ourselves in the workplace. We also have to learn how to carry ourselves on the street and with our friends. So this is all true. I can carry myself in the workplace. I can keep quiet. I can be professional. But when these people are being so rude to you, so rude, and it's like if anyone else would speak to you like that, you would have to call them out. Like if you're on the street and someone spoke to you like that, you'd be like who are you talking to like you need to change your tone of voice mm-hmm. obviously in the workplace you can't do that it's a place of work but I've had so many incidents like in the last six months where I'm just sat there and you know what I speak up in meetings I speak up but I've been doing it in a professional way but you know that just a couple times when you're just on the edge and you're like I don't know if I can keep it professional anymore mm-hmm. like it feels personal on your side so am I gonna have to make it personal on my side like I don't know. So I've been on the edge a few times and I'm just looking there and then when I saw this tweet I was just like, yo, this just summed up everything. Like, this is summed that I've been feeling for the last six months. I've had people coming out all corners, talk to me in all sorts, messaging me on Slack, all sorts nonsense and I'm like, if I was to come at you like that it would come across a completely different way but you, in your position, you know, there's obviously some things, that, similarities in these people as to why they feel like they have that, they can talk to you that way but, I'm gonna just, the tweet summed up in it. It made me creased, but I was also like, this is so real. Like,
0: listen, look, I got a question for you. Can you give just one example of, of that? Because I know you've been dealing dealing with this for, like, more than six months because also when I was at work, I was dealing with some special stuff. But can you just give the people one example of, you know, what we're not trying to be dealing with? These kind of situations that I'm not trying to to have. Well. I know there are many. But (laughs) try to think of
1: one. (laughs) Where do I start on this one? So... There's a couple... You know, I'm going to just start... I'm, I'm going to say a general thing so it's not so specific, no person specific. I ain't saying anyone's going to be out here listening, but you name know, I'm not naming names. I'm not going to do that because these people aren't important enough for me to tell your name on this podcast. Ooh. But I'm going to start with just the passive aggressiveness. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm doing work. I'm doing my work. I'm getting on my own thing. If you're coming over to me, tagging me in any post saying, where are you at? Like, so, I don't know. With my work, you have. you're meant to be focusing on certain things. If you come over to me over my shoulder, what are you doing right now? First of all, what do you mean, what am I doing? Like, who are you to come over to say, what am I doing right now? No, excuse me. No, oh, can I talk to you quickly? No, oh, can I answer a question? You just come over, impose yourself on me, tell me to take out my headphones, and all you say is, what are you doing right now? I genuinely don't even feel like I should answer that question. Like, the way you've approached me just doesn't... Even make me want to answer the question, and it doesn't make me feel like I should answer the question. So, upon the fifth time of you doing that to me, I'm gonna tell you if you tell me, if you speak to me like that, I'm not gonna wanna answer your question. There's a way to ask, and there's a way to speak, and there's a tone to say it in. And nothing about what you've done has made me wanna answer that question. So, you know, after a while of that, and that, you know, it's like passive aggressive, and it's like if I'd have come over to you, I don't care if you're apparently now more senior than me, if I come over to you and I'm like, what are you doing right now? We're gonna have a problem. So all I'm gonna say is, in places of work, I know it's not a thing, and it's definitely gonna be a while till we get to this point, but we, we, as black people, as people of color, we all have duality. We've had to just to get to the point we are. I know uh, white people don't have to have duality; they act one way really, and that's the, and that's the way they've got through life, and that's the way they can continue. I'm not saying all white people, just before anyone gets annoyed. I'm just saying like <laughs> this is just the realities of what's going on. There's one way they can act, and there's one way they've got away with, so they've never been called out. So don't ever feel bad if you do have to call someone out. I would say like maybe it might take a while before you say that, but there's ways to do it. Like I just said, honestly, the way you're talking to me is not making me want to answer a question. You can ask in a nicer way, and then I'll answer you. But you stepping over me, imposing yourself on me is passive aggressive, and I'm not gonna to respond to you like that. So this has happened after the fifth time of this happening to me. So that's one example. Obviously there's a few. That's at least mm. like personal example, because as I said, not I'm done names. with that. There's no point naming names name because it's a waste of breath because I'm moving on. So they yeah, should move we on need too. to
0: keep that energy away from this podcast, <laughs> you know? Yeah, and you know what? I definitely feel you in what you're saying. And one of the things, if you look me up on Twitter, you'll find out that I've got a lot of different words to describe myself. And one of them is a code switcher. And I think that's something that we all as black people become and like have to learn, like moving into and navigating in different spaces, be that in the workplace, be that at a new university in a different location, be that in a music studio where we're at right now, where you have to learn to like code switch depending on who you're speaking to, where you're at, and what this means, especially as a woman, because even more, especially as a black woman, because, you know, it's so quick and easy for people to accuse you of being aggressive. You know, there's always that kind of angry black woman stereotype that is so stuck into the media that's just everywhere it's like exhausting and like one of the things that I always find that I have to do is I really have to find ways of like mellowing myself when I get angry it's like working out how to say what I want to say without the other person thinking that I'm aggressive it's almost like you have to cater for that other person's feelings before you open your mouth so it means there's a lot of kind of frustration that's kind of internalized but alas we move we
1: keep it moving <laughs> on that note i'm gonna just say something real quick something i learned from school from the amount like listen i was a good kid but i got in trouble at school in it so now the we- things i learned from school and i've had to take into the workplace probably the main thing that helped me from school is walk away from the situation then come back to it don't speak in heat at the moment. Like. There's so many times, and you'll be so frustrated with what someone's done, and then if you act in that moment, you're gonna maybe regret because you could've acted better at point in time. I'm taking this into arguments with my family, everything now, but like, in the workplace, it really helps to just walk away, take a moment, walk around the block, go for some fresh air, do what you need to do, then come back and attack the situation with a clearer mindset, because acting in the heat of the moment only usually ends in one thing, and that's acting in emotion and not acting with thought. So like. Yeah, I mean, obviously we're all human, things happen, but that's that's my advice anyway.
0: Yeah, I definitely I definitely believe that as well. Like for me, it's usually I breathe in. Okay. It's, it's that high pitched, okay. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> because the usual okay would be okay, but you know, that might come across aggressive Says Okay, okay, I'm dealing with this. And you know, you just walk away and you come back to it when you're ready. It's really funny that you talk about like, that your tweet was all about that kind of stuff because that links to my one. And like, I don't know, it's telepathic, you know. (laughs) we just be doing this. The tweet that I'm going to talk about comes from Kalechi. So she brings out this amazing, I don't even know what to call this. It's like a Twitter series. Um, And it's called Sally and HR. (laughs) And so she says, Kalecchi would like maternity leave, but Sally and HR has different ideas. Oh Sally. So I'm just gonna quickly explain a little bit about what Sally and HR is. Have you have you watched any of like Sally and HR videos? <laughs>
1: Oh, the funniest ones to me, I'm not gonna lie, when she's trying to say like a Nigerian name or something. Like that.
0: Oh, <laughs> yes. Okay, so let me break it down for you. So, Sally is your quintessential white woman. Sorry. I, okay, I can't even. <laughs> she's your quintessential white woman who is the head of HR, and, you know, she's doing her best to like do her job, but she's also you know she's she's flying all around the office firing shots at a lot of the kind of colleagues of color um it i mean it, it, it's true that's what she, that's what sally and hr does you know and you'll find them in office places and workplaces all around the country you know up down left right and something you can find them in london you know you think it's like a multicultured place or mo- whatever. Do you think you won't find Sally's? <laughs> Sally exists. Um, and in this episode, um, yeah, she talks about how there's a certain Kelechi who would like to take maternity leave. But Sally in HR, she is re- it's really, really funny. Just watch the episode. But she basically says how um, sh- Sally has watched an episode of Welcome to Lagos. And all of a sudden she thinks that black women are able to, you know, start their jobs, you know, straight after maternity leave. She basically suggests that Kelechi doesn't want maternity leave just because she is Nigerian and Nigerian women are strong according to her because she's watched Welcome to Lagos. Now, maybe it's a little bit exaggerated, but it's funny as hell. And that's why I wanted to bring it up as Sweet of the Week. Cause I just wanted to give a shout out to because. Honestly, that series has me in tears, in tears. Um, I might even see if we can get like a clip of it on the podcast. We could as like a segment that could be kind of cool. That would be sick.
1: We watched this documentary called Welcome to Lagos. And honestly, I was in awe. Like these women were having babies on a Monday and on a Tuesday, they were back at the markets with their baskets on their heads.
0: So yeah, like it's just it's just she just it's just funny. Very, very funny. So that's my tweet of the week. Um and that's it from there. But
1: Yo, just hearing the word HR is mad triggering to me.
0: (laughs) You know what? I worked in HR. I specifically worked in HR Tech and I met a lot of heads of recruitment. And I can't say that all of them resembled Sally, but there were some people that I met at networking events, and I just breathed in and breathe out. One of them was a diversity event. And we had people opening their mouths, talking about diversity in a way that just made me want to disappear.
1: Shocking, shocking.
0: But you know, that's HR for you, you know?
1: Speaking about diversity also, sorry, I gotta say this. I saw a post the <laughs> other day and it was like, a um, post for a firm, like some company, and it said, we here celebrate diversity at our company uh on screen one of this you know they had little tiles of people's faces on screen one stop <laughs> on What's screen it? one there was not one black person i must see some women i must see some men white women and men so you know we're getting some diversity in gender at least you know, a couple of brunettes, a couple of blondes. So you know, we'll were go Were there
0: any like Asians? So, so I'm getting,
1: I'm getting there. That was screen one. I scrolled to screen two. <laughs> there is not one black man. There is not one black woman tucked away on the right hand side in the corner. There was an Asian brother. So hey, we're getting somewhere. Yes, we're getting somewhere. We're getting somewhere. But you know, <laughs> just the point of making a whole Instagram post to say diversity is important to us. And then to have the most least diverse workforce I've ever actually seen was the most comical thing. I think like, it's like you tried, but why did you even bother?
0: But look, that's just them showing you what diversity means to them. You know, diversity means women and men. (laughs) Um, And okay, to be fair, Let me take a little step back, you know, there are some other forms of diversity, like you might have people from the LGBTQIA plus community, or you might have people who are like, you know, physically or invisibly disabled and all of that. But if you are going to put a post out there, surely, surely you would put some kind of representation just to make people feel a little bit welcome.
1: You know, like... These days you see posts and you're like, clearly they picked one Asian person, one white person, one black person, well, two Asian person two Asian people, you know, from different parts of Asia. Mm-hmm. So I've one like two Asian people, a black person and a white person. You're like, you know, clearly this was just done for this post, but at least you are showing that there are four types of people that work in your workplace.
0: I hope they're not models.
1: But yeah. Yeah, we're we're yeah, I mean, yeah. But <laughs> and I'm like, People were going to the effort to at least pinpoint, you know, four people. And you couldn't even on this whole two. It was an Instagram post where you swiped to the right. <laughs> tiny little tiles. Like, I'm going to say a solid five by five. So that's 25 people on each thing. A group of 50 people. And you had not one black person. Like, that is so wild to me that you even bothered to make the post. Like, I, I know that there's more than that. But all I'm saying is there was one Asian person and no black people. And obviously there were males, there were females. As you said, there could be people from the LGBTQIA plus plus community. There could be people there who are working with disabilities. But upon face value on an Instagram post, which is there made to post photos, we can't see any of that. So I'm going to just, I don't know. To me, it just it just sent me. I was just like, "What was the point of this? Like, what did you achieve from this?" It's just made you look worse. Like, I think you meant to do it as like a visibility post to make you look like you were doing something, quote unquote, woke and like aware and everything. But to me, it just set you back like a hundred steps. But, anyways, onto positivity, onto the things that we love, onto music. Mm -hmm. You can go first this time.
0: Okay. What
1: is your song of the week? So
0: my song of the week is Suckle Down by Burna Boy, featuring Jay Hus. So- Talk about it. First of all, one of the reasons why this song is just my jam is just because of those vibes. Okay, one of the things that I didn't mention earlier is that I love to dance. And if a song gives me a good couple of beats that I can do more than two-step to, then I'm down. So this song just kind of represents me for the week, especially because it's featuring your boy Jay Huss, who we all know has very recently just come out of a situation. <laughs> and I too have just come out of a situation. I, I wasn't in jail, guys, but you know, somewhere like that. Um, <laughs> um and yeah, and like the song like the song is called Settle Down. So it's just telling you to set you know for the people them that don't know settle means settle settle down is just something that i need to do right now and it's something that i'm doing right now because i am settling down i'm starting to chill you know i started university like literally yesterday starting something new moving out of like bad situations into good situations settling down and just getting back into the right kind of rhythm.
1: Let me just say, that song was my song of the summer, like, not this year, Mm. but last year. Like, shout out to Em and Courtney at uni because every time that song came on, it was like the first time we heard it. Like, that song is a banger, like an actual certified banger. Like, it will always be on my playlist for years to come. Like, I swear. I think, yeah, I think we've kind of gone for completely opposite vibes in our songs of the week. That's that's okay, you know? We don't have to always be in sync. I mean, we basically are, We'll 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 allow this one. Mine's like a chill situation.
0: Okay.
1: I don't know if you've heard of Tei Iwa, but my song of the week is Keeps by Tei Iwa. So I would say, let me tell you how I first came across it. First of all, because there's just a whole whole situation, and and this all adds up, and then this is how we get to here. But um, so I went to Soul Election this summer at Somerset House. It was one of the best days of my summer, hands down. Like. It was a concert and it was £40, but it was basically a festival and it was sick. Like there were so many acts there. There was Young Zelo, Tewa, mm. Joe K, Sango. I hope I haven't missed anyone. I'm sorry if I have. Um But honestly, like the setup, Somerset House is a beautiful venue and the weather was perfect on that day. There was a massive group of us. So it was my brother ended up going with all his friends. They were all there. That was cute. Then I was with my friends and then one of my friends had her friends there. Then I bumped into these boys from uni there and I was just like, yo, this is wild. Like, I don't know. It just felt like a coming together at some point in time because everyone, a lot of people were there. But, um, I just rated it because it was value for money. Like, <laughs> Let me mm. not lie when I say I paid 40 pound and I was expecting to see like one, two people. Cause like they had Neo there, they had um, Sid from we- days before. And if you went to, not Sid, sorry, the internet. But if you saw the internet, you were just seeing the internet and one act. Mm. But we got to see four acts. Anyway, so that's how I first came across to you Fast forward a few weeks later, he had a show at Ace Hotel, Ooh. which I went to mm. with my friend and her boyfriend. And he was sick, like it was such a nice setup, it was so good, and it was only five pound. And then honestly since that day I've listened to his project at least once every single day. And this must have been a month and a bit ago. So oh. Keeps, I don't know, I just love the whole vibe of it. It makes, like I listen to this first and then I start from the beginning, like it's just such a good vibe. If you haven't heard it, I would definitely say listen to it. It's, his whole project is definitely something you can work to, like slap it on at work and you'll get through your day so much quicker.
0: I'm guessing this is something that I'm gonna be two step into.
1: It's not even a. Isn't yeah. You know what? It might even be less than a two step. It's a little oh. sway or something. I'm not gonna lie to you. It's like a, Okay. I'm not gonna try sing because let me just. The one thing I can't do is sing. Like.
0: <laughs> oh, we not be singing over here. I mean, we can attempt, but I don't think y'all are gonna wanna listen. The,
1: so <laughs> the only thing legitimately that my mom never encouraged me to do as a child was yeah. sing. Like, she was like, I'd never want you to be one of those people on X Factor that think they can sing because their mom's told you they have been able to all their life.
0: Look, my mom, this, the same. Like, she just let me down gently and was just like, yeah, you work. And the worst thing is is cause when I was a kid, yeah, and I was in primary school, I used to be a part of this like little choir called Songbirds. I know the name, is tragic. But we went to like the Royal Albert Hall and we sung as a choir together. Then my mom let me know. <laughs> By the end of year six, she was like, Yeah, you're tone deaf. I was like, Ah! <laughs> she, she's exaggerating because I can hit a flat note. <laughs> that one flat note. <laughs> stand by me, that kind of vibe. <laughs> Monotone singing, stand me up. Um, but yeah, she just let me down gently. I mean, my mom didn't I don't know let me down gently.
1: gently. My, my, <laughs> that doesn't sound what? gentle, and my mom didn't let me down gently at all. And another thing I remember is when I was in year. Four. I was the only girl in my class not to get selected to, audi- to, to audition for the choir. Ah! <laughs> the only one, Damn. and I don't know if it was, listen, apparently it's down to behavior, but I'ma say it was down because they just knew <laughs> that there was no point in me going that far. Like. There was absolutely no point. Apparently it's because I weren't behaving that week. Da, da, da. You know what, miss? You could have just told me that I can't sing. Because we all knew it. It was no joke about it. You didn't have to pretend that I was just in trouble for the week. Like, you could have just said it. Like, I know I can't sing. That's literally, my mom once told me, I drew the worst painting. I don't even know what was on this painting. And my mom said to me, oh, that's nice. Trying to encourage me, but she never encouraged me to sing. So, we keep know it's it real, bad.
0: That's You know what? I feel like our moms do that. You know, they just keep it real. And that's we're lucky to have the mums that we have just keeping it real otherwise we could have both been trying to do instead of trying to do a podcast we could be trying to launch our like duo career (laughs) me hitting that monotone note and you hitting the highest
1: (laughs) anyways yeah so we'll be sharing our songs of the week because we do love music and we do love sharing it but we can't sing so you may hear us popping in and out of song, off key, off tone, once in a while, but we can tell you now, and this is a blanket statement, we know we cannot sing. Like, we're telling you that. So don't be concerned if you hear a few off high pitch, low pitch, flat, monotone notes once in a while across the course of this podcast.
0: One thing that we can do is we can get down, like, you know what I mean? We can we can hit a few, few popping and locking on a beat and stuff, but, you know, this is a podcast, so you can't see that. And I'm not saying that just because you can't see us that's why we can do it, um, but the, the evidence will show some sometime.
1: Sometime when? I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, that's enough about music for this this little this little podcast this little one today. Now we're gonna go back to something. I mean, the L could be positive, the L could be negative, but L of the mm. week. Do you...
0: I think you should start with your Ls? I got my own L's, so you you start with your L's of the week and, oh, sorry, L, sorry, L. So not, I mean, there's been L's,
1: but we'll start with the one singular L. Um, I don't know if it's an L or if it's a W. I'm still trying to figure out which category to put this in right now. But, I know um,
0: what, where I would put it, but that's just my own opinion.
1: Um, Okay, we'll start with, okay, I don't know now. I don't know. Maybe I should change this up a bit. There's been a few L's this week. Um, you know, nah. I'm I'm keeping that as a W. I'm staying strong on my decision. I'm gonna I'm gonna revert that back to a W. However, my L of the week now. What could this be? Now I have to think.
0: Okay, well, I will come with my L while you think. Um, my L is an L that I've been struggling with for a long time. Um, this is a. Okay, so my L of the week is permanent tiredness. That kind of <laughs> fatigue that hits you like a brick thrown over the wall by your neighbor. I mean, I don't know whose neighbors be doing that, but that's how <laughs> hard it felt, you know? Uh, this week, I've hit the wall of like this permanent fatigue. And it's so, it's so jarring because, like, okay, so let me break it down. Yesterday, I had the first day of university. And when I tell you, I've been telling everyone about this, like I'm so excited. Look, I'm a nerd. I don't care. I was so excited to get to university and like start my degree. My degree is all about race, media and social justice. So these are all things I'm super passionate about. So what I wanted to do was just get my little self onto that big old campus. And you know what? I struggle because I woke up in the morning. I started doing some stuff on my laptop maybe about like 11 10 11 i was working on my laptop you know writing up some stuff trying to do some articles and stuff and after a while i just i was tired again and when i tell you i had already had like eight hours sleep i was tired after working for two hours that is unacceptable like if we're trying to be productive out here it's just rude. And then after that, what happened? So I was like, okay, I'm feeling a little bit tired. Let me just get back into my bed since it's upstairs and I haven't showered yet. So I just get back into my bed and I fall asleep and I wake up. I can't get up because I'm so tired. I, someone tried to call me. I felt the vibrations. I ignored the call. I was not trying to have that cool disturb my sleep because I was just trying to get out of this permanent fatigue. And you know what? That's just, this is not the only day. It ended up, I, I was so tired that I woke up and I made myself late because I was in bed, despite the fact that I'd woken up like hours and hours ago. And I ended up like rushing and getting to campus and being all awkward, being that person, being the stereotype of the black person who is late, walking into the classroom, like trying to like, and the this is another L because I was trying to sneak in the room. I was like, hi, like, you know, like with my shoulders down and stuff, like just going in low. And then I sit down and the lecturer's like, okay, can you introduce yourself? And I was like, oh no, Why? why, 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 why? But it was fine. And this like, yeah, so this permanent fatigue, it's been a thing like whole last week. I was struggling with this whole sleep thing. Insomnia is my best friend. And I don't want it to be. It's that best friend who wants to be your best friend and you don't want them to be your best friend anymore. But you now have the same matching necklaces so you kind of have to be. That's me and in insomnia. I don't appreciate it.
1: But I love the week. I feel like we swap places, you know, because since I can ever remember, I've not been able to sleep. But, Lord, since whenever I got sick a couple of weeks ago, all I do is sleep. Like, it's mad. Like, I'll get... So the days when I was really sick, I woke up at 6 p.m. and I was back asleep by like 8 p.m. and I slept for bare long.
0: Yeah, but when you fell asleep, did you wake up feeling energized, feeling fresh, feeling alive? Because I was dead inside, (laughs) dead
1: inside. Honestly, like all I know is I've been sleeping bare, but um, I don't know, like I can get through a day. Like I've lasted all my life with like no sleep, so like, I actually don't know what it feels like to feel fully energized. Like, now it's like, it sounds bad. Like, I get through my day, I do so much. Like, I'm all, a lot of the time I'm on, I mean, let's not lie, my life's been on pause for the last six months, but I still get quite a bit done compared to the average person. But, yes. like, but like, I don't know. Like, I don't know what it feels like to be energized. Like, I sometimes I have a great sleep. I'm like, that's the best thing that's ever happened. But, like, it's a rare occasion. Like, when I sleep, I don't know. It's, like, something that has to be done.
0: You know what? You know why I'm laughing at because I'm just thinking about. When I'm on the tube and stuff, you know, you see those, those adverse, I don't know if it's floraxin or something.
1: (laughs) Floridix. Floridix. Listen, that, that don't work. (laughs) Look, don't crush my dreams. I've got a four pound voucher from
0: Holland and Barrett. I need to use that and I might have to use it on that Floridix because boy, maybe I'm lacking iron. I did do a blood test recently and they didn't say that I was lacking iron, but who cares? Maybe I need more iron than the average Joe or average Jane or whatever you want to (laughs) Cool. um i might have to try it out you know maybe you know i'm gonna tomorrow i'm gonna buy myself some floridex and i'm gonna let you know how it goes if i improve i'll let you know on the next app
1: well, if you've tried Floridix before, please let us know. <laughs> like, let's not stop there. Let's not hear K Michelle's. I never call you K. That almost went so wrong. I never. <laughs> what that went? I just went off 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 beat off track. The, the microphone got me all flustered. Sad way. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. If you've ever tried Floridix, please let us know. Comment on a post. DM us. Let us know on one for them on Instagram or. Twitter. Actually the Twitter page is not up running yet but it will be soon guys don't worry.
0: Do you think Floridix would sponsor the pot?
1: <laughs> you know what? Here's this is when you lot need to just do your bit in it. Mm-hmm. Go on the, if Floridix has an Instagram, just tag us in the comments, like just keep adding us. And then at one, some point in time, they might do a little collab with us. Like, it's true. if you're a guest on this show, you could be getting free Floridix. Like we could be handing it out. You know, people, people be needing iron. Everyone's know? tired. Like we need to sort this out. Like literally with the young people of our generation are tired. We're all doing too much to get, to just get, just get by these days. Like Floridix, please Like, let's do this. Like we let's collab. To- we, we, we need you, you need us, like, let's do this. Floridex for them, that's it. <laughs> right, I've had a think about my L, hmm. and what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna collaborate my L and my W together, because I'm sticking with the same thing I was gonna say, but it's an L and it's a W, so we're gonna go there. So my L of the week is, I tried to ask my job if I could go part-time, and they said no. That's the L. The W is, I no longer work there. So... (laughs) Honestly, like, I don't know. Like, as I said, I've been... I know six months is not a long time to stay in a job, but let's just double that by two because the amount of hours I've been doing for the past six months literally doubles the amount. So I feel like I've been there 12. My friend the other day even said to me, oh, at least you made it a year. I said, sis, I ain't even been there six months yet. Like... I did not make it a year, like, that did not happen. But long story short, I'm going on holiday next in, a, in next week. I'm not sure when this podcast is gonna come out, but that's all you need to know. Next time you see me, I'll be rested up and in America. And I just knew that I either needed to be part-time or I needed to not be there. And I'm, I guess, like, <laughs> the L is that they'd said no to part-time, but the W is that, like, I think that was actually in the long run better for me. And um, I guess the other W is that, like, I've stuck to my guns, like, if anyone Mm. knows me, they know what I've been feeling and everything like that. And I said that like, if this didn't happen, then I'm going to leave and it didn't happen and I'm leaving. And I don't know, like, I guess the W is like, just believing in myself, like knowing that I believe in the, like in my journey and what's to come. And like, I know that something better is destined for me and like, I'm ready for it. Like I'm now ready. Like everyone knows how much I love music. Everyone knows how much I love going to concerts. Everyone knows that like, I didn't even say this before. That's so wild. Like, I'm starting to DJ now. Like, there's all these things that I'm that are in the works and that they're going to come through for me once now I have the time to actually dedicate to them. So, yeah, my W is I believe in myself more now and I'm ready after being knocked down for a couple, few months. But I'm back, I'm better, and I'm going to be achieving more. And you're going to see more interesting stuff from me. Like, my Instagram's been slacking. I've not been traveling. I've not been doing anything for the last six months. But I'm going to be back and I'm going to be better. Like, that's my W. Really.
0: Your W is beautiful. I love it. I am so look, let me let me just tell the people then because you know what? I'ma just get comfortable. Because I am so happy that Helena is out of this toxic environment. Honestly, this place I I I used to get angry myself about hearing about the stories that she would tell me because the way that this place would treat its people was just so disrespectful. They'd just be dropping people like flies, as if to say they don't have an organization to run. Like The thing is, what I've noticed is that there are a lot of managers out there who don't know how to manage. And I feel like the environment where you were at, there were a lot of those kind of people. And that's really unfortunate because especially as young people kind of going into the workplace for a, you know the first time, essentially after we've graduated, we need some kind of support. We need some kind of guidance. We need something soft for us to start on. You know, you don't need to just grind us out. You know, someone, someone I know, and I can't even remember who it is and I'm, I'm sorry, but whoever it was, they basically described what happens to, you know, graduates these days. It's like, imagine you get, a, you know, a towel or a flannel, either side, it doesn't matter. You dip it in some, some water. And then you squeeze, you <laughs> squeeze and you squeeze until there is there are no more drops of water left on that towel. And that's what happens to us. Like th- that's what we are as graduates. We go into the ocean of the working world and then some manager comes along and just squeezes all the life out of us until there's no damn juice left. And it leaves us with the permanent fatigue that I was talking about from earlier. So that's the thing like, I'm just really happy you're out there.
1: Thank the Lord. Thanks, girl. I mean, it took a while. It's just so wild Like when I think of like how this whole thing unfolded. But anyway, six months of my life, somewhat, I learned a lot, blah, da, 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 blah, 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 whatever you want to say. And now we're on to bigger and better things. But what's your W?
0: Yeah, so my, I kind of already spilt their beans because, you know, I'm so excited for it. My W is... I'm winning at life because I have just started university at Goldsmiths. And you know what, like some people will say good things about it, some people might say bad things about it, but what you've got to understand is that I went to the University of Bath. And you know what, I can appreciate that. It was nice to be exposed to somewhere outside of the London environment. I grew up in North London where it's pretty hard, you know? When I tell people I grew up in London, it's really important for you to understand that I didn't grow up in Central, but I didn't grow up on Oxford Circus. I may have went there like a couple of times with my friends and like, you know, on the weekends and stuff, but that's not where I grew up. That's not where I spent most of my time. So being in an environment like Edmonton in North London, I was really put out of my comfort zone when I went to Bath. And that's when I learned a new code. I had to switch up the code and I became a different kind of version of myself and i have multiple versions of myself and i'm happy with that but why i'm so excited about going to goldsmiths is because i'm back in london and even though it's in south london um even though i'm I'm joking joking. even though it's in south london it is still a cool place to be you know i've got kind of like the afro-caribbean community who are all around there and it makes part of what that campus is even just the vibe on campus is very different i feel like i can be myself when i was at university one of the things that i used to do is i used to lie about my dissertation sad i did my dissertation on reverse racism and like liberalism and you know politics stuff but i used to lie about it because reverse racism was in the title and i didn't want to have to be in a situation where i was confronted by that Mm -hmm. so you know being on campus you know at goldsmiths is completely different and i can really appreciate the fact that it's a london homegrown campus where i can explore you know new media stuff things that i wasn't you know at before i can get like, gain new skills i'm gonna be doing lots and lots of research into like race and you know the idea of race the concept of race everything to do with race and racism i'm gonna basically try to make myself an expert on because i talk about it all the damn time <laughs> and then yeah like thinking about social justice things like even one of the things that i went to yesterday um anti-racist no goldsmiths anti-racist action group or what i can't remember what they're called um gara they put on an event yesterday and it was kind of this um documentary screening of like protests in south south africa where you know there were students going up against their um the government basically and like senior management at the university to like get rid of tuition fees and i'm like yeah like it felt really really empowering to be around people who wanted to like watch these kind of things and talk about and discuss it so probably gonna have to become an activist protester again but you know it's what i do it's part of me
1: (laughs) i was about to say it's part of you but you took my line um anyway look at us i just different ways but you know this is all growth and like all I'm seeing right now—I don't know if anyone watches it—is that clip from *Insecure* when Kelly says "growth" and her hands going up. You can't see me, but that's all I'm seeing right now. <laughs> but guys, we're going to be wrapping it up real soon. Well, now-ish. I just wanted to let you know that this is an exciting time for both of us. We mm-hmm. want it to be an exciting time for you. So keep tuning in. We're gonna. Our plan is to release these once a fortnight for now
0: yeah once a fortnight that's
1: sorry I sounded unsure but I'm sure it'll be once a fortnight for now um, and you know once we start growing and once we blow up you know because we will blow up um, Uh, for sure um, we'll start doing it a bit more often possibly Um, we do have some exciting guests coming in we have some exciting topics we want to talk about we have some exciting issues that we want to address we have some good songs we have some good tweets we have some low L's and we have some high W's coming for you
0: yes uh one of the things that i wanted to say is hit us up in the dms hit us up on the comments when you hear this episode just let us know what you're thinking if you were cracking up on the tube you know laughing in public listening to the podcast let me know because it's you know it's just gonna inspire me and motivate me
1: yeah so you can i mean Go to our joint social page. Go to one for them on Instagram. As we said, the Twitter's coming. It's coming. It's in the works. We'll also have a website. We have, we'll have. be posting blog posts. We'll be posting retrospective posts about events we've been to, concerts, gigs we've been to, anything like that. Um, there's some exciting things coming up, guys. So we hope you're as excited as us. Um, yeah, I think that's all. I think that's one for them, you know. Well, guys, thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you, see you, listen, hear, whatever. You'll hear us again soon. Bye. Bye. That's a good time. (laughs) Shit.